Thank you for downloading today's episode of Health with Hashimoto's. I apologize if you downloaded the original episode 14 where I messed up the middle and I had a bit of the outro play over top of my voice. I apologize for that. So here is the fixed audio. It is in its completeness. And I find it ironic that after I recorded this episode, the previous episode, and then the bonus one that I'm going to release on Saturday, I got sick with a virus. I got pink eye and then it transformed to a sore throat. So just know that even if you're doing all the right things, you can get sick. And that's what I talk about in this episode. I also talk about what to do when you're sick. And I did all of those things. I am on the mend. I feel like I'm improving every single day. But just know that you're not alone. You can get sick because we're surrounded by yuck. So keep doing the right things. Thank you for your patience. And go ahead and share this episode when you're done. Winter wellness for women with an autoimmune disease is a topic that we need to discuss in depth because you need to be healthy all winter long. When you get sick, it doesn't just cost you time. If you have a job outside of the home, of course you have to call in sick and it costs you time. However, it doesn't just cost time. When you get sick, it costs you money. You might be more in You might be investing more in supplements or in medication, in a humidifier. There's so many things that you invest in when you get sick, but it also costs you your energy. When you get sick, your energy battery just goes down to like the red, right? And your own personal energy. Another thing that it costs when you get sick is relationships. Now, your relationships are still there, right? But as you start to get sick, do you get more irritated? Does your patience run thin? When you get sick, the cost to you is far more than financial. The cost encompasses the whole you. It encompasses everything. So we want to make sure that you have a winter of optimized health. When you have an autoimmune disease, you're already dealing with a body and mind It's not quite working as well as you want. You do not want to get sick on top of that. In the last episode, I talked to you about viruses and bacteria and how they can be a trigger for Hashimoto's or any autoimmune disease. So how can you stay healthy? Now, first, I want you to know that there's two different old theories about getting sick. One of them is the germ theory. And that one says if you're exposed to a germ, whether it's bacteria or virus, you're going to get sick. The other one is the healthy terrain theory. And that says it's all about your overall defenses. Like how healthy are you before you get exposed? Now, I'm not a fan of either of them on their own, but when you put them together, they work really well because you're not just going to be sick whenever you're exposed to a virus unless you have zero immune system. But if you have zero immune system, then again, that goes into the terrain theory. So the terrain theory states that the more unhealthy a person is and the more out of balance you are, the more sick you're going to get when you're exposed to something. And that's a really good way to look at it. When you look at both of them together, we know that the healthier you are in general, the easier it's going to be for your body to fight off illnesses when you're exposed. You will be exposed. That's the germ theory. You're going to come into contact with viruses and bacteria. In the terrain theory, 
you need to maintain a healthy terrain, body, mind, spirit, diet, environment, so that when you meet those, you do better. So when I say the word you, I am talking about the whole you. That's the official name of my business, the whole you. I am talking about body, mind, spirit, diet, environment. They are all connected. It's the five-petaled flower in my logo that's on the cover of this podcast. You will see that it's all connected. Everything is related to everything. So as you are exposed to common winter illnesses and viruses like influenza, RSV, common cold, COVID, I want you to have a healthy, well winter. In the last episode, we talked a little bit about how to reduce your threats. I talked about the sneezes that can travel 200 feet. That's just disgusting. And we talked about vitamin D and love. The things that I'm going to talk to you about today to strengthen your defenses are things that I've been talking about in my winter wellness information for over a decade. This is not new information. These are things that we have known for a very long time in the medical community, but not everybody talks about it because as you know, some people in the medical community, a good majority of them, just talk about reactive medicine. When you get sick, here's a medication to treat the symptoms. That is not how I roll. It's not how you roll. You are listening to this podcast because you know that there's more to do than just react to your diagnosis of Hashimoto's thyroiditis. You know that there are things that caused it that, and that are still contributing to it that you can address. You want to address root causes. It's the same thing for winter wellness. You want to address the root causes. You want to strengthen your defenses so that you can stay healthy. So the things I'm going to talk about, the products that I'm going to talk about, they've been around for a very long time and you can access these so that you can strengthen your defenses. So the number one thing is oxidative stress. So every single cell in your body uses oxygen. <laughs> if you stop breathing, you're going to die, right? Of course. We know that our bodies need oxygen. So when the cells use oxygen, they have kind of a pollution, like an exhaust, you might say, and that leads to oxidative stress. So we need oxygen, but the byproduct is some almost like rusting of your cells or the browning of a banana, that's oxidative stress. And it's happening in every single cell in your body. Well, you want to put out those little fires of oxidative stress. Think of each little attack as a tiny fire. And then when you get a lot of attacks, it can get to a forest fire. That's inflammation. When you are fighting inflammation, when you're fighting oxidative stress, do you want to fight it with a Dixie cup of water or do you want to fight it with a fire hose? Well, it's an obvious answer. Of course it is. So you're not going to just go eat one blueberry. You're going to actually have more defenses. You want to fight that oxidative stress. So when you eat that one blueberry, it takes care of about one free radical. The free radicals, that's what causes the oxidative stress. It's the little fires. So are you going to eat a thousand, a million blueberries every day? No, that would be unsustainable. You want to do something that is simple and sustainable to put out those fires of oxidative stress in your body. The one thing that I found that just blew my mind when I discovered it is you have a pathway within your body. It's called the NRF2 pathway. You don't have to remember that name. What it does is it 
produces your own antioxidants, your own antioxidants that that help neutralize more than a million free radicals. So one blueberry takes care of one free radical. When you activate your NRF2 pathway, your own body can help neutralize more than a million. Well, I know which one I'm going to do. I'm going to take this simple supplement that activates my own body to do what my own body was designed to do. It's amazing. What's inside of it? Some common herbs, but they have to be in the right synergy, in the right recipe. Otherwise, they do not activate that NRF2 pathway the right way, and you're not going to get that defense. So the first thing I do to strengthen my defenses is I activate that NRF2 pathway. I take a product every single day. My kids take it. My husband takes it so that we're all activating our own NRF2 pathway every single day. And of course, everything that I talk about today, you're going to find a link in the show notes so that you can save yourself the research, save yourself the Googling, and just get exactly what I found that is amazing, trustworthy, simple, and sustainable. So activating that NRF2 pathway is the first thing. The second thing I've talked to you about before in detail, and that's vitamin D. Vitamin D is an integral part of my winter wellness preparedness. There is a theory that says influenza increases in the winter because we're getting less exposure to the sun, which means less vitamin D. Whether or not that research or that hypothesis proves out in the research, we already know that vitamin D is very beneficial when you are exposed to viruses and bacteria. It is an integral part of my, my defense strategy. So number one, I'm going to activate my NRF2 pathway. Number two, I'm going to use vitamin D. You cannot activate your own vitamin D via the sun if you live north of Chicago in the winter. I do. We have to supplement. If you live south of Chicago, you might be able to, but there are different things that block individuals from being able to create enough vitamin D on their own. So like I said in the episode about vitamin D, get your labs checked. If you are low, then you need to do something to get that up. The next thing that I have used for years and years in my on my defense team are flavonoids. Flavonoids, it's a fun name for certain things that we find in brightly colored fruits. Flavonoids are not a specific vitamin. They're not a specific mineral. They're their own class of micronutrients, and they're super powerful for your defenses. So flavonoids can be found in blueberries. I already talked to you about blueberries. Also elderberries and quercetin. Now you can't eat a quercetin fruit. It doesn't work that way. Quercetin is found in other things, and quercetin is a flavonoid. You might have heard about quercetin over the past couple years because it is so beneficial in your defenses against viruses. So make sure that you're getting flavonoids. So then you get a good question. Do I have to take flavonoids every day? Do I need to eat flavonoids every day? Do I need to do this every single day? Well, the the answer comes down to are you reactive or are you proactive? You want to be getting brightly colored fruits and berries in your diet every single day to be proactive. You want those flavonoids. And if you're not getting them every day, then that's where supplementation comes in. Supplementation is always to fill in the gaps if you're not getting enough from your diet. Flavonoids are a key 
component of a good defense. Vitamin C is another. That one's a vitamin, and we can get it from food, of course. You know that because you've been told that since you were a little kid. Drink your orange juice. It has vitamin C. Well, did you know that oranges have gone down in their vitamin C content? In fact, almost all fruits and vegetables have gone down in their vitamin and mineral content over the past hundred years. The food that we eat today is not the same food that our great-grandparents ate. So yes, get your vitamin C from your foods. Eat real living foods, fruits, vegetables, because they are good for strengthening your defenses, for giving you the micronutrients that you need. And if you're not getting enough, then supplement. Vitamin C is another one that is good as a reactive thing in addition to just a daily proactive. Zinc is another super powerful, beneficial component of your defenses. However, your body, it's a whole system. You cannot do one thing in a vacuum. If you load up on zinc, it's going to throw other stuff off. If you have the right amount of zinc, it's going to help other things work better. You don't want to overdo any of these things. That's why I'm such a fan of activation. Because when you activate your body to do what it was created to do, it's not going to go haywire. When you activate your body... It's going to do as much as your body needs. Well, zinc is something that you can supplement with, but don't overdo it. Zinc and copper are related. So if you have too much of one, you can throw down the other one. It's also related to other minerals. It is a very powerful part of your defenses, but you don't want to just go say, hey, Esther said zinc is good, so I'm just going to have a whole handful of zinc. Nope, don't do that. Take everything in the right amounts. Now, the RDA is not the right amounts. So the RDA is something that we have in America. Other countries have their own guides of how much you should be getting each day for your vitamins and minerals. The RDA in America was created to keep you from failing. It was to keep you from getting an F, and it gets you a D. If you get 100% of the RDA, you're getting a D on a letter scale. Well, when I was in school, I don't want a D. I want an A or a B. The RDA is somewhat of a guide, but it is not the guide. Regardless, don't overdo any of these things. One thing that I found that I love is from the same company that makes the NRF2 activator. They put these things together in something that you can take every day. So it's a little powder. I mix it in a drink and I give this to my kids every single morning before school. I take it. It's called Daily Wellness and it has zinc, vitamin C, vitamin D, elderberry, and then something I didn't talk about, but I absolutely love, fermented yeast extract. So fermented yeast extract has other components in it, like beta-glucans, which are my absolute favorite. They are so powerful for your overall immune system, um, but I'm not going to get into beta-glucans right now. But anyway, all five of these things are already together in the right ratios in this daily wellness product. So every single morning, my kids... My husband and I, we all activate our NRF2 pathway and we take daily wellness. When we're mixing up that daily wellness into some water, I also add a nootropic, which means basically brain food. It's good for your brain. Uh, my kids won't go to school without that nootropic. They love it. So I shake up the daily wellness with that nootropic, divide it out between the cups for my kids. They drink it with their supplements and their activators and then go on their way to school. 
That is our routine. It is how we are proactive for winter wellness instead of reactive. So what happens when you do get sick? Because even as proactive as you are in your health and your wellness, you can still get sick. My family gets sick. I get sick. It's just part of living in a country, in an environment. We're just exposed to things all the time. So when you do get sick, you're going to continue to reduce the threats So reduce your stress, reduce your fear. You're going to support your immune system. Get as much sleep as you can. You're going to strengthen your defenses. Everything I just talked about is so good for strengthening your defenses. And of course, you need defense when it's fighting an actual illness. I hope this has been helpful for you. This episode is for you if you have Hashimoto's, but as you have heard in this episode, this information is good for everybody. So if you would be willing to take a screenshot of this episode right now and share it on your social media or send it to a friend, a friend who is looking for ways to be healthy this winter. I have a lot of mom friends who are already dealing with their kids getting sick or they're getting sick and they're looking for ways to be healthy this winter. If you have found this podcast episode helpful, share it so that they can hear these tips as well, so that overall, we can all have a healthier winter. And of course, when we are all healthier, it saves us time, it saves us money, it saves our energy, and it improves our relationships. This podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. Please be sure to discuss any concerns and plans with your trusted healthcare professional. 